The friends of Chamber Music Troy welcome the Isadora String Quartet, the winners of the prestigious Banff International String Quartet Competition. I spoke with the director, Barry Schiffman, about the annual competition and the winning quartet, the Isadora String Quartet. Banff competition is part of the Banff Center, which is a large institution in the Rocky Mountains in the town of Banff that has a particular focus on on the arts, of course. And for decades, the Banff Center was very heavily involved in training all sorts of musicians. Um, And that's where, you know, I got my start and so did so many others. I want to jump right in and and, um, reflect on your comment that it's a very important event for quartets. And, and no doubt it is, I would say, maybe the most important event of its kind in the world for quartets. But I think what makes the Banff International String Quartet so important for the quartets is that it is as important for the audience as it is for the quartets. And that is the, the essence of the success of this competition. So the art form of string quartet relies on presenting the music in front of a living and breathing audience. So we're very blessed at Banff to have this extraordinary place in the Rocky Mountains, surrounded by gorgeous nature, and to have an infrastructure at the Banff Centre, which is one of the largest art centres in Canada, um, to present the competition. And the result of that is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people descend on this mountain town to take in the week-long competition. And as a result, the musicians that are presenting perform in a way that I think is heightened because of the fact that these are just ordinary, wonderful concerts with a full house. We create an environment where the musicians can come and do their best work. And then a jury decides where we're going to invest our resources in our winner, of course. And those resources that we have for the the winning ensemble are vast. This quartet, the Isidore Quartet, amazing group of men. I have to say, I'm, I'm just thrilled that Troy is going to get to hear the Isidore Quartet. This is, um, you know, we always hope that we're going to have spectacular groups in Banff. And I think for the most part, we have. I mean, if you look at our previous winners, you know, the Viano Quartet, the Dover Quartet, the St. Lawrence Quartet, the Miro Quartet, et cetera, et cetera. The Isidore Quartet really captured the imagination of the public when they were there. This quartet, the Isidore amazing group of men very young very young and i think both violinists started picking up a violin at a year and a half yes i've heard crazy stories about that yeah but i i I have to say i'm I'm just thrilled that troy um is going to get to hear the isidore quartet this is um and you're right they were they are very young they were very young just a year ago during during the competition but what i think is interesting is how many concerts they've done and how much they've grown in that year since since winning Banff. It's they've had incredible growth and and opportunity and, and have done a remarkable job of taking full advantage of all of those opportunities. And they just sound beautiful. They sound fantastic. Well I understand that there was quite a reaction from the audience at the end of their final piece. Yes, it always is. Oh, is it? <laughs> okay. It always is. You know, the audience is incredibly enthusiastic. Oh, wonderful. Uh, and, and they, they definitely um, choose their winners. Uh, we don't give an audience prize. We never will while I'm there. Um, not because we don't believe in one, but because um, it's not always that the audience agrees um, with 
what the jury selection is. And so we, our job is to support the jury and support the, the Banff prize. But it's always lovely when, when the winning group also has the, you know, obvious support of the, of the audience and the way that Isidore did. They were, they were really favorite from the audience perspective, I think we can safely say. What would you say was made them unique or made them specifically special? I don't like to to add my personal voice because I don't vote in the competition. I like to, to keep a little bit of objectivity. Um, but what I can say about the Isidore is that there there is an uh, an extraordinary amount just of an unusual technical ease. So they're, they're, they're stunningly gifted instrumentalists to begin with. And then there was a kind of generosity in, in how they, they made music together. And there was a real freedom that, uh, that, that was unusual um, and, and a kind of feeling of almost spontaneity. And that was, I thought for me, was quite surprising as a group was so young. Um, and so kind of magic things happen in their interpretations because yeah, because they were so comfortable and at ease on their instruments and had and and had um, this compelling vision to share and were somehow remarkably able to do that. They they studied of, um, at the Juilliard School with uh, Joel Krosnick, who's a dear friend of mine. And actually, I, I studied with Mr. Krosnick when I was in the St. Lawrence Quartet and we worked with the Juilliard Quartet. So I felt, uh, I, I felt quite uh, connected in that sense that they came from the, a similar experience of you know working with a mentor that I had also worked with um, and there's a um, there's a fund that they have on stage I think you'll soon see they, these are there are four gifted young men who who love what they're doing and I think that's 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 quite quite special and it shows oh it absolutely does yeah do you think this year they won in 2022 right yeah just over a year ago do you think that the work that they're doing, touring and performing all over the well, I think all over the world, they've been in Europe, yeah. certainly. And yeah, do you think that's going to change anything about them or do you think it'll give them strength? Have you heard them recently? Yes, I did hear them recently. In fact, I, I shared the stage with them um, at the Toronto Summer Music Festival. We, we actually performed together. Uh, I, I've heard them many times. I heard them presented them at, at my festival in Rockport, at the Rockport Chamber Music Festival in Rockport, Massachusetts. Um, so I've heard them a lot, and I've heard many of their broadcasts. And yes, I think that um, we all change. And I think what they're experiencing is exactly what you want, is that the, the number of concerts, the number of hours rehearsing, the number of shared experiences together, all of that contributes and makes them better. So... Uh, yeah, we're seeing exactly what we thought we would see, which is the quartet is just, um, yeah, it's a much better group than it was even a year ago. What do you think is in the future for them? Oh, well, I, you know, I think the, um, I, I don't know specifically. I think if they want to continue as a string quartet, um, they're on a fantastic trajectory. I think they could have a, a really long-lived and spectacular career, and we hope, hope that for them. But you know, there's um, there are all sorts of things that will um, will happen to this group that they they know about and that they don't know about, and so it's it's as long as they keep this sense of joy and enthusiasm, the rest will follow. You know, it's very difficult in in the string quartet world, of course, because unless you 
are lucky enough to get a university residency or, 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 or a residency at a large institution, um, your reliance on concert income alone makes it a very, very difficult career for longevity. So I think look at the careers of the successful ensembles in North America, the successful quartets, and you will see the, the university or conservatory quartet and residence positions behind those groups. I know in my own experience, having been in the St. Lawrence for 18 years, it was the appointment at Stanford University that allowed us to continue to grow and to have a financial base and build a home, lay down roots that I think were the reasons why the St. Lawrence was able to continue. Similarly, the Miro Quartet, the Brentano Quartet, the Borromeo Quartet, the Dover Quartet now at Curtis. All these quartets that have the support of those appointments we hope that the Isidore Quartet will similarly have something that comes along that gives them that support and that base. I think that'll be really crucial for their longevity. Do you think that there's enough support for the arts generally? And why no Canada is probably a little bit different than the United States, maybe a lot different. Do I think there's enough support for the arts? No, there's never enough support for the arts. And where I think we're seeing a decimation um, in art support in both Canada and the United States is in the support of arts education in the public school system. And that's where we're seeing, you know, the investments diminish. And, and that is a horrible thing. Uh, we're seeing lots of very good stories of support in the arts in certain areas. I think in the many programs that have been providing support to uh, underrepresented groups, uh, we're seeing the fruits of those labors. And we saw that in Banff. Musicians that had come through different programs that had supported them. It was wonderful to see them on the on the stage doing remarkable things that they were doing. Great to see so much outreach as well. Glad you mentioned the outreach. I think you'll find um, with the Isidore Quartet, this is a group that is passionate about connecting with people. That is a real love, whether it be the audience, whether it be a um, a, a home of, of seniors or a, a young public school or whatever it is, they are game to engage those people and they're very gifted at it. So I think that that's um, going to be very exciting for you. Wonderful. Thanks so much for your time. Pleasure. Be well. This has been Andrea Cunliffe speaking with Barry Schiffman of the Banff International String Quartet Competition. <laughs>